Hello, this is Wendy here. Hi, this is Andrea. Hello, this is Shukan. Hi, this is Hari. Welcome to Recruiter Insights. This is a podcast made by recruiters to share some insights with you. In this episode, we want to tackle some of the tough interview questions that people often get asked. Let us share some tips on how to answer these four questions so that you can impress the interviewer. Today, we have some tough interview questions that I believe most of us have been asked before, especially when we go for different interviews. We will start with the most classic questions that, you know, we have always heard of people get asked, which is, tell us about yourself. So guys, how do we answer these questions when, you know, we are nervous, we sit in the interview room and then the interviewer, hi Shukan, hi Hari, hi Andrea. Please tell me about yourself. How do you answer that kind of question? Yeah. Okay, I think we can break it to two parts. Because since I'm quite still quite new, so I can break it to when I was a student and when I found uh, yeah, my, my second job. Yes. Yes. Second correct, job. correct, correct. So uh, actually when I was a fresh grade, I couldn't really handle this question also. <laughs> like, I'm not sure what should I ask. And I'm not sure what should I tell, you know, so... I'm not sure what should I say. Like because actually as a fresh grade you don't have much things to say much things to say. Especially mm-hmm. I haven't really done a lot of uh like internships or like industrial internships because the only things I d- did in summer is the summer research in uni. So actually it's quite not relevant to a uh, real life industrial. So yeah, I that had during that time, I interviewed, was like, oh, I say what kind of the design project that I did and also what's the summer project that I did. Lah. So it's kind of like summarizing of all the experiences that I think somehow is valuable or relevant to the company itself. What, what job were you applying for at that time? <laughs> My job during that time, I was a production engineer. So actually, all the experience that I have is totally not relevant. <laughs> it's zero at all. But I feel like during fresh grade, it's just kind of like how you present it in a good way. I think it should be good enough. Especially, you need to talk to HR, hiring manager, and also, yeah, like I think during that time, I interviewed with a HR and two hiring manager, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Then after that, I need to go site visit. Oh. So as another round of the interview, they just they want to see you in person lah. Then after the interview, then kind of like during that time they, because I studied in the UK, so the job I found in in Malaysia. Then you know in Johor actually, a lot of plants they will require you to speak man uh no not Mandarin uh BM. Because you need to talk to the operators, you talk to the workers there, you need to talk in BM, then it's like, oh shit. Then they ask me, you know, how good is your Malay? Then I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, uh, I forgot to tell this in the, tell me about yourself, my Malay, <laughs> so-so. <laughs> then I say, yeah, I think I can. Then they straight away start to converse in Malay. To just to test you yeah, and see whether Okay, okay. Actually, I, I, got this kind of question before uh-huh. when I first graduated I remember uh-huh. uh, I applied to this company called Groupon uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if you heard of this startup company before but I think at that time they were hiring for like a 
product manager or like a product specialist or sales role. Uh-huh. So I remember I was in an interview room with another interviewer. So it was like a first group interview with another guy. Oh, one interviewer and two interviewees, me and another guy. Now, uh, the interviewer just directed and said like, now Wendy, tell me about yourself. I was like, good thing I prepared for the question. <laughs> so what do you prepare? So because I came from psychology background, so I just tell them that, you know, I studied psychology, I have a psychology degree and my interest is in people and I love engaging with people. And at the same time, then I also shared uh, my experience of uh, leading or all the activities that I do in church, all my leadership experience of how I I was like a, in church, I was like this thing called connectors where new visitors come in and then you get to talk to them and then get their details down and then eventually you follow up and call them to church, so I related that experience uh, more like my background what I study and, and my experience or activity in church where I engage with a lot of people because knowing that this is a little bit of a sales job right so that's how I concluded the tell me about yourself as a fresh grad lah. maybe we can also hear from Andrea and Hari uh, and then we can listen from Hari because ha- this job is Hari's first job first job <laughs> uh, okay yeah <laughs> Okay, okay. I think this is not my first job. Previously, I was in another job as well, but more mostly into administrative HR payroll related. Lah. But I would say the first time that I went for interview, I started a lot because I never knew how the questions were like, you know. So as time progressed by, I, I knew what to say. What I did was like an outline, just a 30 seconds intro on like what I did in university what is the relevant skills and then I went to the internship and then to my current company so I tried to make it as clear as possible these are the skills I have and these are the skills that I would like to have in the future in the next company I were to join so I think over time I grew the skill to answer the questions lah I would say yeah I think there are two parts right when people ask you about yourself your character and your skills so for me, like when I was interviewed, I was actually being interviewed for a scholarship. So that was like after high school. That was like my first ever interview, I think. After high school, going to college, I was being interviewed for a scholarship. So that time, I told them about myself in terms of, okay, I'm interested in um, artistic things because I was applying for a foundation in arts course. Um, like you know science is great so was it all artistic yeah. things and <laughs> so, well, I told all about my co-curricular activities in school la, mm-hmm. as well as my academic side so I had to talk about my area of interest but I also told them about you know what I liked to do and what I was passionate about I don't remember what I said back then because that was like fresh out of high school but then eventually like stepping into the job market, that's where I realized like, okay, when I tell people about myself, uh, the standard thing is like, I'm Andrea, I'm how many years old? I yes, correct. Kind of that was my first question. But I think like you can't always do that, especially as you get older. Yeah. <laughs> so like, um, yeah, I think character-wise, like it can be a bit more chill, relaxed, like this is what, um, maybe work context, you cannot stray too far from your skill set. So I think like, highlighting your relevant experience so like for me my first job I got experience but I worked with an NGO so I had some volunteer recruitment experience so I shared that 
on how I recruited volunteers, which is very different from recruiting um, professionals and placing them in jobs. But that was what I found was relevant. Lah. So mm. I shared that mm. part. Um, but then because it's like a very broad question, right? Tell me about yourself. If, if I had more experience, I think what I would have done is maybe... Um, summarize my career journey you know i started out like this and this is where i am now but it's got to be really short and short and sweet lah. like cannot be some grandfather story i think correct 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 too long yeah short and sweet enough to capture the the interviewer's um attention i, think, I like yeah. the part where andra break it down to <laughs> character and experience uh i think this is this is where you give a summary of your profile so if let's say you're a fresh grad then just give a summary of what you study and your interests and your experience out of your, like your co-curriculum experience. Whereas for uh, experienced uh, person, just give a summary. Like I have like five years in social media marketing, but out of that, maybe two years I was doing uh, something dif- focused where it focused on, because digital marketing has many segments, right? Mm. Like maybe I was doing yeah. social media, focusing on, Twitter, but now I'm focusing on YouTube. I don't know. Am I, am I getting into the right direction? I think it's a lot more. But yeah, that's the gist of it. La. Like, share what is relevant, but also I think you can share like what what interests you. Like, okay, this is what I've done so far and this is actually what I'm looking forward to doing yeah. next. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, one more important thing. Highlight your achievements. Things yeah, that you're yeah. proud of. Highlight, yeah. highlight that. I like the thing that Wendy told just now is like you need to drag the interviewer interest. So mm-hmm. I think the uh like how tell me about yourself is more about like you're setting the points whereby you can spark the interest of the interviewer. I say it's yeah, a it's like a right? Thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like you know at the movies got all those got like how many two two minutes three minutes trailer for uh, an hour or two hours uh, movies you need to set the trailer of yourself also it's like you know i have done this and maybe the highlight of the experience is like this i have did this by myself it's like oh okay yeah, like, i like that you know? movie trailer yeah. Yeah. yeah yes yes but one thing to be aware of don't oversell yourself <laughs> yes yeah you know you watch some of the movie that extremely good in the trailer but sucked in the movie itself that's this kind of the tra- <laughs> question <Narrow> of- fits <laughs> la. <laughs> okay nice now let's dive deep into a tougher question you know first question is always tell me about yourself and your experience and then halfway through the conversation one of the questions that the interviewer might ask you would be now describe a time where you had to manage a difficult stakeholder what do you think is the intention of the interviewer asking this question. Like, you know, what do you think the interviewer will want to know, especially when uh, he asks you, he or she asks you to describe a time where you manage a difficult stakeholder or difficult situation? I feel like it's a behavior I feel like it's a behavioral question. They want to know how you yeah, how you react in a tough situation or somewhere where you're like caught in the middle mm. or you like a decision needs to be made and different stakeholders have different opinions. And you are the one who has to execute. So how do you manage that? La? They kind of want to see also how you might fare in their company. Yeah, I think so. They will want to check your problem problem solving skills and also how yeah. well do you work under stress or pressure. You know, at the time, at the heat of the moment, you need to make a decision. You can't be hoping on to another person, right? So I think that's what they're looking at also. La. Is there any framework that you think we can teach people out there how to answer this question correctly? Because most of the time, especially when our role as recruiters, we interview a lot of 
candidates. And sometimes when we ask candidates these questions, they went like, uh, e, uh, and then they, they storytelling a lot right. of things and didn't get into I, the point. I did ask a candidate, but what he did very good was like, based on his, his achievement, he told us one of the problems that he actually solved to achieve that goal. So I think that was really oh, good. Kill two birds in yeah, one stone. Correct, correct, correct. I feel like that was a very good answer. Like he highlighted his achievement and how he got to it on how he solved his problem along the way. So I think that was yeah. one good point. Like situation, then task, then actions, then result, the star methods. Oh, is it the, the star <laughs> method? That's, the star method. <laughs> that's how I usually interview candidates also. You know, like sometimes because there's too much experiences in their head, then they are they cannot really organize, right? But because we need to write a short summary about their uh, experiences, so sometimes I'll ask like, oh, man, oh, like, what do you do here? What's the situations? Like, what kind of the problems? So that is a situation. Then what's the yep. task? Like, you, you have identified a situation, then what should be done? Like, what do you did? Lah. Then the next one is like, what in how do you achieve? Uh, what do you do to achieve your task? Target lah. What yeah. do you do? To, what what action did yeah. you take to yeah. to get actually, that result lah? Situation, targets, action, and result. Is it? I forgot already. But you you can Google you yourself. Google you Google yourself. <laughs> to me, it's somehow relevant. Yeah. But then it's kind of like then I'll ask like, oh, so what is the things that you need to do? Then how do you do that? Then after how do you do that? Then what's the results? Then actually you can kind of like strategize your. Uh, answer in this way because it will drag the person's attention so it's more logical so a more logical answer actually will enable the listener to have a clearer picture clearer imagination yeah, about the situation I think logical meaning I think you need to put in facts la. like for example if you reduce uh, the cost from 50% to maybe 25% I think the impact or close a deal of 50,000 to 100,000 mm. I think that will give an impact I like the star star technique or star analogy but I think um, you have to learn how to do your storytelling at mm. home a lot of preparation need to be done uh, before before getting into the interview because it can be very uh, how to say, uh, black correct, and white. Correct. Like if let's say the person described a time where you have to manage a uh, uh, difficult interview and then you go into a mode of a Q&A uh, person, <laughs> there's this challenge. Maybe you can say in a... You need to practice. Like, yeah. Yeah. Practice you need to practice to make more natural, more fluent. Correct. Like telling yeah. a story. Oh, let it correct, correct. Your examples la, and like, your you cannot say, yeah. oh, this is the situation. So this is the task or target. Then this is the action. It's like, no. <laughs> this is exam. This is exam question. And don't, no, no. and don't give too many details. Only give the details that are necessary. You know, sometimes some background info not, not needed one. Uh, or you can always describe like who are the tough people that yeah. you need to manage in your job. Like for example, oh my, uh, the toughest group of people that I need to manage is uh, person one, two, three. And then you describe so we had this problem and at that time, so I was selected to manage this problem and I did uh, I did one or two things and as a result of my action, I achieved this. So I think it's good to highlight that out. Lah. And then uh, interviewers like us will know that, oh, okay, that's where we, we managed to look at your problem-solving skills and as well as the impact that you have made. Yeah, I think this kind of like managing dif- uh managing difficult stakeholders, you really need to get uh, give a clear situations. So that's 
where the interviewer can know how hard is the situation, how hard is the stakeholder management, then they can really understand how you do, then really can solve this problem. They like, can have a better imagination about like what's your results, then also what's your capabilities on solving these kind of problems. Yeah. And I think this question, you cannot bullshit on. It's very much, need to look into your jobs and think that, you know, what stresses you out and what are the most challenging part of your role and then from there maybe it will guide you to think okay what are the challenges that you can share and then always think through it like because there will always be a follow-up question yes, correct, so if you correct. push it right people would know that you are, you yeah are just saying it la. i feel like that affects the honesty also yeah and i think before you go for any interview like we always tell our candidates remember to take some time to really reflect back upon your experience before you go for interview because you think you remember everything actually we forget la and we freeze sometimes so really think about like everything that has happened in the past um, look at study your own cv and think about like all these key experiences la so that when the interview asks you you already have it at like your fingertips you know exactly what to say yeah yeah. Yes, yes, I think the one thing that Andrea highlighted was like, you need to know your CV 100%. You need to go through your own actual CV because like when the interviewer asks you a certain question based on your CV and you'll be like, huh, I wrote that. That shows that, yeah. like, so, that shows that you are not paying attention to your CV itself. So I think one thing, the first thing you should go through is your own CV and make sure what you write is the factual ones. Yes, and then uh, make sure you remember what you wrote. Lah. Right. It will be a bad impression if you say, oh yeah, I achieved this, but I forgot how do I do it or what was the impact. Yeah, I think you need to, like, I like what Andrea said just now, it's like you need to remember some of the key experiences because actually those kind of key experiences are transferable between different questions. Yeah, like different, managing different stakeholders because actually uh, problems should have, like a big problem should have different small problems. Then different small problems are actually applicable to different uh, like interview questions. Different yeah. Yeah, right. So it's very transferable too. But I think you need to prepare some experiences. You cannot pre- you cannot think of like one then can fight for every question. Oh, like because it sounds boring. Yeah. Yes, yes. Name out two or three. The maybe you can start with the small, small problem, middle problem, big problem, and big problem, biggest problem. Guilty. I used that before. Like I used one experience for everything else. <laughs> it was See, so hard to run away from other questions. Yeah. Then suddenly my mind went blank. Don't know what correct, other problems correct. I achieved. But I think this also uh, okay. This is more for experience. Uh, people with, work, with working experience. But I think it's also can be applicable to students or fresh graduate, especially because uh, students, right, you have assignments, you work with people, and you work with people, you have problems. And, and I think that's how you can actually share based on that. Managing a difficult group member or, or somebody who social love and never do the work, but put a name there. Yeah, but we all know actually use most of the time just other people cover up their jobs, lah, but you need to bluff a bit about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, yes. I something to, to say, like with regards to like achievement, right? Um, because I've interviewed candidates who, when I ask them what's your biggest achievement, my biggest achievement is becoming who I am today. I mean, yes, that is <laughs> an achievement. You know, you go through life's challenges and you are here today and you have progressed in your career. That's your biggest achievement. But I think when interviewers ask that, they're really trying to look for something ch- tangible that you have done in your job that 
that maybe contributes to who you are today. Lah. But maybe don't just say, yeah, you know, I made it, you know. <laughs> I made it up here. No, uh, no need no to la. talk about personal development, but more like your career development yeah. or career achievements. Uh. True. Career experience. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Okay. Now let's talk about, because um, we talk about personal development, right? So there are times that interviewer will ask you this one interesting question. What are your biggest weakness or what are your biggest disappointments slash mistakes? Now, how are you going to uh, unpack this and tell tell a story and share honest story that you know don't that you don't don't give something bad lah, but you know making sure that you share an experience of your own weakness, but it will not kill you from getting the job. A tough question. Yeah, I think this one is really tough because you either need to strategize this well, otherwise you can feel the interview. Right. I think, like, for me, I think one of the points I can think of is, like, I will put uh, one weakness which is not really relevant to my jobs. Ah, oh, like, for, like what? Like, you, maybe in, your, in our job, we do end-to-end okay, end equipment, but, some, but you don't do sourcing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My do not do sourcing. I like not do like maybe BD business development. So yeah, this is my weaknesses to the job itself, lah. Other than that, maybe you can put you can put the weakness in your jobs. Then you say how you overcome it. I think that's a good point, especially if let's say you go for an interview. Maybe, uh, you are not leading a group of people, but in your next job that you apply to is actually a people manager position. So maybe one of the weakness you can share is, you know, I have not really led a team before in my current job and hence uh, being a manager in this new job will be something new to me. La. And it's one of my weakness because I've never done it before. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. Another thing that I can think of is um, maybe define one of the mistakes that you have made in your current company and then describe like... Um, because describe number one, describe what the mistake was, and then uh, what happened, and uh, what did you do? Like, what was the impact? I think maybe you can always end with, uh, yes, I made this mistake. So one of the example that I heard before was last time I interviewed a HR person who was doing payroll, and in one of the payroll, I think she made some salary mistakes, so paying people less lah, and hence people will come and complain to you, right? Uh, so what she did was uh. Obviously, she need to pay more the next month. But uh, the next time when she did the payroll, she said that you know she was a bit more detailed, making sure that uh, she would not make the same mistakes anymore. La. Maybe one of the way to say is that you know how would you have done it differently if let's say you were to do the task yeah. again? Do you think yeah. that would help? Yeah, I think that would help because sometimes like you make mistakes and then I mean we're all human, right? You make mistakes and maybe you didn't get the chance to correct it or you know you didn't have a next time to fix it because every situation is different. But maybe you can share like what you learned from that um, and like share what you would have done differently and you know you can't change the past but in future if I ever encounter something like this again, now at least I know what to do. Yeah, so I think be, honesty is very important line in interviews. When they see that you're honest, at the same time you're trying to fix your weakness, like show that you're interested to overcome this, I think. Yeah, I think we can't can't avoid failures. Huh? 
actually to just backtrack a bit just now that you did mention that like one of the weaknesses is like um i didn't have like a managing the team i didn't have like much of a managing the team role so after this i'm going to be like taking up the role like that right so don't you think the uh, employers will use that against you or oh, just because you don't have the experience uh do you think you'll be able to take up this role i think you have you just need to maybe share an experience where you don't lead people directly but indirectly so sometimes you may get one two interns or very junior people under you that work on one or two projects i think if you can share that experience and they can see some leadership quality from you i guess that would at least qualify you for being in the position it's just that currently there's no opportunity for you to be a people manager in your current role that's why you're exploring mm-hmm. a people manager role in another company yeah that's what i think another thing that i can think of is um Sometimes when we ask interview candidates, sorry, we ask them when it comes to answering this biggest weakness or disappointment uh, question, normally we'll ask them, when you do your yearly review with your boss, right, what kind of feedback does your boss uh, give you? Maybe from there you will know, okay, oh, okay, based on that, these are my, yeah, yeah. These yeah, are my yeah, weaknesses and, and I th- these are the plan that I I work on with my boss. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Performance review. Yeah, your performance yeah. review. I think that's true, though. Actually, that's true. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, really. Actually, it's a very good point. Come way, to think of it. Yes, yeah. yes. At yeah. least it's confirmed by your boss, and then you're working on it. So yeah, I guess that's one way to share. Um, right. The today we're going to go through our final last question for tonight. Uh, classic as well. Why should we hire you? So at the end of the, every interview, the interviewer asks you, why should we hire you? Why do you think they ask this question? I think they want to see what value do you bring to the company. I think that's the main reason why they ask this question. I think this for I think all the questions previously that we talked about, you need to prepare beforehand before going for an interview. I think for me, I learned over time because after one interview i did learn like how the questions are how they ask so from there is where i learned like, but now you guys can learn from us from our mistakes yeah. so yes. yeah go on learn from our mistakes yeah i also agree like i feel like uh this is a question where they want to test whether uh you know what is this job about and whether you have the right experience so if you after talking to the interviewer and if you think you understand the job well you can always share your experience and share how you can add value. I think that would yeah. probably give Yeah, and also point. you need to try to research about the companies also and also try to yes. read through the, read through the in more detail. Then you can have an imagination. It's like, you know, if I do, if I were selected, then maybe I can do this, maybe I can do that. So these are the values that I maybe I can bring into the company. Like, let's say, uh, maybe I can do this better because I have quite a lot of experience in particular this in these functions that you mentioned in the job description and also other things like uh, these are some of the things that I have as my weapons mm. of my yeah. like think of your strengths and, and your weapons yeah. right yeah. then also like this kind, this kind of things maybe I can expand different things in your company to bring you some value and also you can say because most of the like experiences are super relevant, so I can really reduce. I can take up the job in a short yeah. time. Yeah, I think like definitely assure assuring them that you have what it takes skill set wise. I think also mix it in with a little bit of 
why you want to join the company as well. So like balancing with like, this is what I have. I have this at the same time. I actually really want to work because, yeah, you've got to explain what's that X factor of that company that attracted you. Because it shows like, yeah, you should should have me, you should want me, but also I want you lah. You know, like give them that extra flavor. Yeah, and add it on with confidence lah. Confidence, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think confidence is really important. Yeah. Confidence preparations is very, very Bring important. Bring your presence into the interview, right? Because, you know, if you are not really confident in the interview, it's quite hard for the hiring manager to believe that you can do the job. In a sense, I know some people are quite afraid or quite shy during the interview, but you need to do a lot of preparation uh, to try to get rid of that mentality. When you go into, like, try to interview your favorite company, favorite jobs itself, and this is the time. I know sometimes a lot of people, I, like us as an Asian, we don't really, we tend to undersell ourselves, actually. Yes. We don't want to give false yeah. promise. But sometimes you need to re, uh, look at your past experiences and try to make it as you are confident to say it out. Like, you know, I did this and this is what I'm really proud of. Yeah, these kind of things. I think these are some of the qualities that is applicable to different jobs, different companies, regardless to any functions. Yeah, I think... Uh, no doubt that you'll be nervous during an interview uh, always prepare 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 and over prepare uh, think of not just one challenge but two three challenges or truly scenarios that you can share with interviewers uh, also I think oh my gosh I lost my train of thoughts there's something that I wanted to share uh, I wanted to oh no it's okay we'll come back to you if it's important, you'll come back in. Coach Shrika mentioned about, you know, confidence uh, and as well as uh, reading the job description, knowing the role, selling yourself and have confidence. Uh, what's the thing that I cannot remember now? It's okay, it'll come back to you. I have one thing to add. Um, I think as much as like you're being thrown questions that you have to answer in an interview, you also need to remember this is a two-way conversation. Yes, this is all I wanted to say. Oh my god, I remember that. Yes, 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 yes. Good yes. job, good job, good job, good job. Thanks, thanks. Yes, yes, yes. Bye, yes. bye, bye. That's what we always say. That's what we always say. Take it as a stakeholder. Yes. No, or, or if you want to feel more relatable, one, take it as going on a date. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. 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 To, to be interviewed or to be questioned, you're not in a, you're not in a police station, you're not a criminal, like, you don't, you're not mm-hmm. being questioned, but you don't take it as yeah. going on you're not interacting yes. interactive yeah. two-way conversation I read it once last time before I, I you know applied for a job and I just uh, you know graduated I read this book and in that book it it says something like it, interview is a two-way conversation which remember that like, two-way conversation yeah. date so that means that you need to prepare questions to ask the interviewer um, you know, don't just like when they ask you, don't have any questions. Uh, sorry, do you have any questions? Then you say, uh, no, thank, no, I don't have. Nope, wrong answer. <laughs> you should always ask questions. You should always prepare at least two or three questions. Um, sometimes there may not be enough time, la, but you just prepare it and 
and ask lah. Anything, anything and everything you want to know, just ask. Um, are there any things, any things we shouldn't ask ah, during interview? Uh, I think I know some of the things that you can prepare lah. So for the question itself, actually you can think of by you can think a scenario is like this: when you receive, let's say you receive the offer letter already, what is kind of the things that you want to know the most on the offer letter itself? So these are the questions that you need to ask during the interview. Because otherwise, you need to come and back, get and forth. It's quite troublesome. So you better ask some of the questions that you want to know the most in the interview. So when you receive the offer letter, you don't need to, oh, I want to know this, I want to know that again. You don't need any more hesitations. Then you can decide either you want to join or you want to withdraw. Uh, but there's another, just another tip. Sometimes if, let's say, when you get the offer letter and you still have like lingering questions, like you can actually ask back the HR or the re- the hiring manager and say, can I have a phone simple 15 minutes phone conversation with you because to clarify, I think that's one thing that you can do. La. And if yeah. there is one question that I think you shouldn't really shouldn't really ask in the first interview, maybe it's like, how much can you pay? Yeah, salary, right. touchy yes, subject. Yes, yes. Usually these kind of salary questions will go to HR but not the hiring manager because you know sometimes hiring manager wouldn't really know what's the budget. Also. Yeah, yeah. It's more like, <laughs> like uh, okay, let me check with HR. <laughs> I want to hire but I'm not quite sure what's yeah. the budget. Although sometimes some hiring managers and especially if they're business owners, they will just bring it up. Okay, um, I'm going to offer you right now or like actually how much do you want? So if the interview interviewer does bring it up, then you can talk about it. But I think usually I advise candidates not to bring it up themselves because this is something that if you are shortlisted, then this is a conversation that can take place later on. Like, it doesn't have to be in the first conversation. Yeah, ask, ask the more important questions. Right? Remember, if you go on a date, you want to ask the getting to know questions, the experience. Right? So, so always ask the more important questions like the expectation yeah. for the role, who you'll be working with, the team structure, culture. Like, like it's kind of like you're asking, oh, who are the family members? <laughs> then what yes, is yes. Your, what's your love experience? What's your love language? That kind right. of thing. It's not like, not like oh, uh, can you provide me cars? Can you provide me house? No. Super turn off. Okay, not like, where are we getting married? Super turn off. I guess that's about it for tonight's session. Uh, I hope it helps with these four tough interview questions. Yeah, so... Uh, by the end of the day, actually, we mentioned, uh, we kind of like emphasizing one thing is preparation. So all the interviews, you need to do a lot of preparations because actually you will gain a lot of confidence during the preparation as well. The reason why we ask you to do preparation is also because there are so many questions that we we'll ask in the interview that is kind of like out of sudden. So maybe this kind of these three to four questions is more common in the interviews that you can prepare first you you don't need that much of the energy to think on the spot itself yeah especially when you're nervous you mind will get blank but if you prepare then that's good and another thing you can prepare is to ask your friend to sit down and do a pretend interview session i think that would help la. like that will help you to think through the answer and how to you know answer and impress Correct. I think so. If you are a bit more nervous to talk to your friend like me, what I did was like sit in front of a mirror and talk and see how my facial expression oh, is. How or record it, a session of yourself. Yes, right? yes, oh, correct, yes, correct. Yes. And, and I just want to ask like, I just want to ask like, what are the one tip that you want to give? Like each one of us can give one tip to the candidate. What would it be? 
mine will be like read through your own CV or resume and make sure it's not too long also. Yeah, mine is I think uh, once you have prepared all the questions, do it with a friend one time, two time so that they can also give you feedback and you can Correct. change your answer or define your answer better. I think, I mean, this is a very generic tip but really at the end of the day, you need to treat this as a, as a conversation. So like you're going in to have a conversation. So that kind of does help with your nerves. Lah. Um, yeah, because we always have this pressure to perform, like we are presenting and performing. But at the end of the day, this person who is interviewing you could be your potential boss. So you also need to have that chemistry with this person. So yeah, just treat it as a conversation. My one is remember some, you can plan it out, some of your key experiences that you can use in different questions. Like, this, the key difference projects that you are very proud of bringing up, that's a very interesting share to a hiring manager. Then you can, it will fall, it will, the conversation will go, it will go more natural. Like your mini, medium, and biggest yeah. achievements. Right? Yeah, I like your, yeah, I like yeah, your right, stage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and also like, then you can play, you can plan in the, plan the content well, then you can drag the interviewer to your conversations. It's very powerful. It's highly, you Highly chance, higher chances you can get a job, like I would say. Yes, yes. Nice. Okay. Well, that's about it. Okay. Okay. I think that's all for today. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you are looking for jobs, please feel free to reach out to us. Then we can try to seek what kind of opportunity that what kind of opportunities that we can suggest to you. And also, if you like the channel of like the content of itself please subscribe and follow our instagram subscribe on spotify apple podcast google podcast and sub, uh, our instagram is recruiter insights that will be written in the description thank you for today have a nice day thank you bye-bye bye, bye. bye. Guys, tonight, tonight, we will. Tonight, yeah, it is at night. Tonight, wow. <laughs> 7.30 in the evening after work, we're going to record this podcast. 